They called the cops. No way they counted at 1,500. <sighs> You want me to take a run at them? No, wait. I have a better idea. They'll be looking for two guys with clothes on. What they won't be looking for is a couple naked guys. Brilliant. That seems to be the car, all right. Mm -hmm. Did any of the uh, people describe the perps as uh, being naked? Negatory. They were definitely fully clothed. Well, these gentlemen here seem to be, uh, naked, you know. No, partner, I think you might be right. These might be the wrong guys. Gentlemen, I apologize. Hope we didn't waste your time. Just that we got a report of, uh, fully clothed robbers getting into a car exactly like that. Exactly. No problem, officer. You're just doing your job. How do we lose the bad guys? I shouldn't have stopped for him. Welcome, 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 A, to the podcast that does, I think, what it says on the tin. It's Best Film Ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. And we're doing, I'm going to call this a see it or skip it. I thought about this a fair bit, about how do you actually frame this. Because we're here to talk today about the kids in the hall, the Amazon Prime streaming series, and I think it doesn't lend itself to a cleared for takeoff. And let me explain why, even though it's a television show. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is a sketch comedy. And as a result, there's not like actually all the things that we usually would judge a cleared for takeoff on. You know, are there characters to get invested in? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a bit different. Is there yeah, a, re- yeah. a creative atmosphere? Is there a reason to come back? Is I there mean, a, is it a plot that we can see? So, yeah. so it's different. And so I thought this was more similar to, and because because it's, it's a new release, I think it sort of lends itself as well to the yeah. see it or skip it format. So what we did is we watched the first episode. Now, full disclosure, I've watched the whole series. <laughs> Georgia has just so there's, there's elements of a clear for takeoff in this. Georgia just watched episode one, yeah, and so uh, there's and it's it's available globally on Amazon Prime. Uh, if I can just sort of explain my sort of, I was sitting on the on the couch. Maybe was it half term? No, it could have been half term. It's just been a weekend because mm-hmm. it hasn't been out that for that long at all. And um, I was sitting on. On not the couch, but on the on on the, on the fancy chair, <laughs> and I turned it on. I went, "Oh, Kids in the Hall is on uh, Prime. Cool!" And let me explain. So, Kids in the Hall was a sketch comedy series that came out of Canada between 1989 and 1995, and it ran um, in the U.S. at first on HBO. And then would later move to CBS, which is one of the big four net television networks, and ran on the CBC in Canada. And we're not really known for creating our own stuff. So the idea that it was carried in both places means it helps fund the show as well. Right. So that's how Canada tends to make its television program and find an American company who will sort of – or American broadcaster who will help finance it basically. Right, okay. And they made a film called Brain Candy in 1996, and that was really the end of Kids in the Hall. And so, you know, the movie released towards the end of my time in high school, and it was, you know, they were very close to the bone. Like, they were very edgy. Right. And then, so I turned it on, and no, low to my surprise, this is not, season one was not 1989, which I thought I was getting into. (laughs) 
it was these guys in 2022. So for me, I was probably, if I'm being honest, I knew other kids in the hall. I, I'd, I'd seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I was just a couple years shy of really being their target audience. Right. And I think I missed it. Because in 1989, I'm, I'm, I'm 10. Yeah. So I'm not really, the, the film made a splash, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so is there nostalgia? I don't know if there's nostalgia. There's a little, there's a little taste of home. Yeah. Maybe in bits of it. A little bit of familiarity. Maybe perhaps. a little bit of familiarity yeah. in it. And so that was my experience. And you hadn't seen, heard, you literally knew what we were going to record on when I said, we're, we're going to watch this and I hit play. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we watched episode one on, uh, so I guess we'll try and do typical see it or skip it sort of rules here. Right. Okay. okay we'll try and talk <laughs> loosely around some of the concepts. Yeah. And what's going on, and we'll go from there. So, really, this is about going. Um, so, if you're out there and you want to, and you're curious, and you're like, "Hey, what's this? What's this kids in the hall thing about?" Uh, we'll give you a spoiler-free <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of review on one side, and then we'll go through and we'll review episode one on the other side. This is going to turn into a into a like like an eight part kids in the hall review series. This will be it. We'll, we'll we'll park the bus here. <laughs> we'll go from there. But you'll hear us talk about it, and then eventually, I'm hoping this is still set up. You should hear. Yeah, you'll hear that. We'll do a little bit of spoiler warning. I don't imagine this one being a super long recording, but just still an idea. There's something new out there, and I thought I would give it some attention. (laughs) If nothing else, if you're out there, if you're one of our listeners, and you're either from America or you're from Britain, and you're kind of like, what what do other people grow up on? Yeah. Give us a, just, I I would say... Maybe that's enough of a, of a curiosity thing here. I will mention that the kids in the hall is sketch comedy and very much from, I mean, every country's got their sketch comedy sort of tr- uh, troops. Yeah. Uh, in America, uh, Saturday Night Live. Yep. In other parts of America, there was a show called SCTV, which brought like John Candy and uh, Eugene Levy and okay, yeah. a bunch of others in the late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. Here in the UK, um, Monty Python's the, yeah, the big massive one. one. But think about: uh, Have you ever seen any of the uh, 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 Fry and Laurie stuff? Uh, yeah, I've seen bits. Yeah, some Rowan Atkinson stuff, I think, as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Carry t- On was like long sketch stuff. Oh, was it? Well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. With the exception of SNL, it's never really gotten huge. Mad TV is something they do in the States. It's kind of like Fox's, I think it's Fox's answer to SNL. Right. It skewed young, and it generally wasn't as good, if I'm being honest. Um, And then we had uh, the Dana Carvey show. Dana Carvey played by, well, Dana Carvey. It's where (laughs) Stephen Colbert gets his start, amongst other things. Um, and Kelsey Grammer tried a sketch comedy show a few years back. Kelsey Grammer, who plays Fraser Crane on yeah. Cheers. Uh, and by a few years back now, geez, it's probably like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> because everything sort of froze when I, when I, when I moved to England in my head and it's sort yeah. of all, all still there. So I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I bring up this massive introduction to go generally, are you a fan? Has sketch comedy been something that you're familiar with? Is it something that you've, that you watch? Do you enjoy it? Usually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it depends on the type of sketch comedy. Um, and basically who it is that's writing the comedy because I think because sketch comedy is quite short usually there's a lot of like if you if the one joke they're making or the because it's usually either a repeated joke over and over or a joke that's a um like there's a 
a punchline to it oh, that's just kind of that. I'm forgetting one of the greatest sketch comedy shows of, the, of recent times, I suppose. Well, divisive, but totally lines up with what you're saying here. Little Britain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little, and there's actually I, there's some there's some fingerprints on, of Little Britain in this. I think I grew up on Little Britain and Come Fly with Me, which is the same people. I would be very curious to hear to know if David Williams and can't remember. I can't believe I can't remember those guys. Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. I'd be very surprised if they didn't know about Kids in the Hall. Actually, don't know. Yeah. Um. Though I don't have enough access. See, Americans know Kids in the Hall. It's it's weird. Um. But, you know, there's some sort of staples of, of sketch comedy, which do show up, I think, in most of these series. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. Sometimes a singular joke sort of makes up a sketch. Yeah. And if I had a complaint about Little Britain, it's that. Yeah, they had a lot of recurring characters. Like, they think a joke is a character. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. the only gay in the village. Okay. That gets really old. Really quickly. Like, I had a friend lend me the DVD set of Little Britain, and I watched it on a weekend, and just got so tired of some of those. Yeah. I mean, there's that one. There's the Bubbles. one. There's the one who's still breastfeeding. Yeah. Bubbles Devere as well. And who is the. I can't remember his name when he's in. When Matt Lucas is in the wheelchair. Yeah. 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 Those two. His name. Yeah. Those yeah. two as well. And then Computer Says No. Yep. Yeah, I tell you what, I, I liked Fat Fighters. I thought that was a good Fat Fighters. Was, Fat was Fighters the best, generally was the best part. Of generally it. Yeah. had some other joke to it, yeah. So we knew what the characters were, but uh, and that played off the trope of like a Slimming World meeting a, here yeah, in the Weight UK, Watchers. Yeah, Weight yeah, Watchers yeah. kind of thing. So uh, and very, and this is moved over here, uh, maybe even a little bit more on the nose than than than, than the previously. Oh, oh, and then who was the v- Vicky Pollard? Vicky Pollard, she's the one that I think she was the biggest. Bra- she yeah. was the biggest breakout thing. Yeah, and I think she did a sketch with um, with David Tennant from doing that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think the, the well, basically, it's like him trying to teach a class. It's kind of like Catherine Tate in Doctor Who, isn't yeah. it, Vicky yeah. Pollard? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, um, I'll show you that when we finish. It's very funny. Yeah, uh, and then we've got uh, so you know, there's these sort of staples and ideas, and it's really surprising with the YouTube generation. Mm-hmm. I would think that sketch comedy would actually be bigger because, or at least be produced more because it's so friendly for that format. I think that I've probably seen a lot of sketch comedy on. Oh, YouTube, historically, though. YouTube's yeah. yeah, great for it. Like you can watch yeah. old SNL stuff. Yeah, generally. I mean, I've shared a view. You know, mine. My name is Matt Foley, I hate that and so I'm much. a motivation. Oh, it's so good. I the hate first that one, so much. They, that's the problem. Is they tried to bring him back? Yeah, and it does run into the ground. Yeah, but even like in in America, uh, Wayne's World. Yeah, was was based off a sketch comedy thing that Mike Myers did years before he went to SNL. Took the character with him to SNL, yeah. refined it, and then turned it into a film. Uh, there's a, there's a whole bunch of other. For a while, SNL movies were a big deal, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, until well, I guess eventually they weren't. But <laughs> but in the short term, I mean, the sketch comedy was was massive, and you had these sort of windows for like six to eight minutes, and you could sort of really. And if, if if they were good enough, Wayne's World was a good example where you had a premise and the premise allowed other jokes to take place. Yeah. Whereas some aren't. So this is all a really long intro to talk about uh, the one we're looking at today, which is the kids in the hall. Uh, I will mention they were formed based off of five Canadian uh, comedians. Uh, for people who aren't aware, the, um, the, the five would be uh, there's Bruce McCullough. There's uh, Scott Thompson. Those two are probably completely unknown to American and British audiences, unless you saw Kids in the Hall. Right. Kevin McDonald had a bit of a run on that '70s show. For anybody out there who's seen that '70s show, as oh, he was the pastor. He was the the, the pastor who came over and they tried to get Eric to hang out with him. Da 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 da. da. He's a bit of a nerdy guy. Um, in this one, he was the guy with the with with, with the high pitched voice who has very little hair left. 
Right. Um, then we've got Dave Foley. You know, Dave Foley was like a breakout star. And Dave Foley did a show called News Radio. And News Radio, amongst other things, is part of the reason why we have Joe Rogan in our lives. Right. Uh, it's also the show that Phil Hartman, uh, who, oh, did, how old do you know The Simpsons? Not very well. Oh, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You might recognize, oh, he was no. like, ah, oh, it's a shame. Phil Hartman was on, it was the show he was working on when he, mm-hmm. when he died. His wife killed him. Wow. Yeah. And um, I've remembered another sketch comedy I grew okay. up on. Dick and Dom in the bungalow. Oh, I've n- you're just saying words now. Dick and Dom are two children's TV presenters in the okay. UK. Um, and I think from like 2001 to 2005 or six, they had a Saturday morning show that was a mix of a children's game show and a sketch comedy show. Okay. So they had kids in and it always ended in a creamy muck muck fight, which was just a slime fight. Um, but in between the different games that they did with kids, there were different sketches. So they had like mini versions of themselves that did like a little thing in a wardrobe and they had extra characters that came on and did bits. But it was the same four or five characters doing different sketches every week. So that's probably where my biggest and my most... Of sketch comedy is. Yeah, that's where, where, where that came from. I'd also argue things like, something like Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway. They do bits, Like they'll yeah. do sketches yeah. in that. Um, it's because it's more of a variety show, but within that you get sketches. So yeah, occasionally stuff still sort of crosses over. And uh, the last member I didn't mention yet was a guy called Mark McKinney. And Mark McKinney is if you've seen the the NBC sitcom Superstore, you're probably familiar with Mark McKinney. I'm guessing you haven't seen Superstore. No. Oh, it's a shame. It literally just came off the air, and it was a pretty it was a fairly big deal. Okay. It got very preachy at the end. At the start, it right. was like this really fun workplace comedy. Mm-hmm. And then it went all about, uh, and no way wrong, I 100% agree with things like um, healthcare and raising minimum wage and these corporations where you have the manager who makes like 10 times what the yeah. guy on the floor makes. Yeah. And they're trying to uh, sort of address all these issues. And I'm like, I don't know if it's why, I don't know if that's why I tune into a, comedy. W- a workplace sitcom with all yeah, these yeah. crazy characters is yeah. then to go, and now let's bring in some real immigration law. And you're like, whoa, this this feels a bit much. Yeah, it's a bit of a slap in the face. I, it just felt what the show was turning into wasn't originally what, what we'd signed up for. Yeah. And but anyway, the the manager of mm-hmm. the of the don't call it Walmart, but Walmart <laughs> was um I'm trying to think, was kind of the guy in the, in, in the suit. He was the, the the big boss in this right, episode. Okay, yeah. That was Mark McKinney. And uh, I was stunned because I didn't realize, uh, if I'm being honest, how much weight he'd gained. Because so, I, I, I knew who he was on Superstore. But I, I watched the whole run of Superstore, minus the last season so far. Yeah. And not clued in. That was the guy from Kids in the Hall. Right, okay. So I was like, wait, w- wait, what? That's the, <laughs> wait, he's from Kids in the Hall? And so sort of, enjoy- and you can tell they've heavily featured him in, in, in the episode mm-hmm. today. It was him and uh, Dave Foley, who was the, the one who was on news radio previously. Yeah. They were heavily featured in the uh, sketch series. So I think with any sketch show, really it's like, a, just it's just a little, uh, a, a, a law of numbers and going you know um you're hoping you get a few good sketches out of it and yeah. you mix it up and then on like saturday night live where they film one each week like an episode each week yeah this was all filmed in a giant chunk yeah, yeah. and then released to amazon prime in in whatever and so i'm sure there's tons of stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor yeah sketches that didn't make the cut just, just just like they would for an album yeah um, I guess this is my roundabout way of saying 14 and a half minutes in roughly 
Now, there's two things that, that kind of get in the way of you enjoying this potentially. One mm-hmm. would be culture and humor from from a from a, a Canadian perspective, yeah. which is a bit more surreal than the Americans. Americans are a bit more in your face. Yeah, Canadians are a bit more subtle. Uh, the other one would be would be time because it's it's a pocket of humor, maybe from the '90s. I don't know. I don't know if it translates well. I'd argue the third being gender. Oh, really? Okay. Very, very male humor. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll talk more about that after yeah. the break. But, okay, ma- ma- male humor. Um, actually, I'm really, without thinking about it, I wonder, because I don't remember any of my female friends talking about kids in the hall. Yep. Okay, maybe there's something in that. It's, it's five guys making comedy. They're not going to necessarily think, or their, their version of humor, what they find funny, is going to be male humor because okay. it's five guys making comedy now, i have a danger of of, of sounding out of touch i really hope it doesn't i'm okay with that oh yeah 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 as long as you have opportunities for other shows that can that can showcase female humor of course yeah. i don't think the kids in the hall have to somehow think how do we i think there's a funny joke about that actually as well within within episode one which we'll talk about after the okay, break yeah. when, I can, when i can get specific again but i think they are aware of uh their of their perspective and it's interesting like talk i wouldn't have thought for a moment amazon would want to get in on this no because sketch comedy not really a format you see nope um is it the kind of thing that you kind of batch record and release I don't, I don't i don't know what the presence of it has been like when i logged on the first weekend it was like front page on my amazon prime okay not because it's an algorithm yeah yeah just because it was the thing they just dropped yeah and i was like oh <laughs> Like, is this how I don't say we're desperate because that suggests that I, I've got a, something about the quality of the show that I found problematic. But just the idea of like they haven't produced an episode of TV in 27 years. Yeah. Jeez, I'm old. 27 years of no content. And then all of a sudden, let's dig it up. Yep. Yeah. So, um, okay. Let me go a different direction then and say you think it's very boy humor. Yeah. Was there. Without saying specifics, was were there any sketches that you went that was that was that was all right? No. Oh, really? Wow. I think we know what we're going to end up with at the end of this. Okay. So I will go into the one thing that kind of made me go huh afterwards, but it wasn't a full sketch. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. No, I, I I feel like we're belaboring the point then if we go any further here. Um, okay. We know what your verdict's going to be, but yeah. can you talk broadly about what wasn't, about why it didn't hit? You, I don't know if you turned on, had an oppositional reading, or I don't know if you did, just went, it's, it's just it's just not funny. That, so. It's just not funny. Okay. Just didn't get it. It was, I was, it felt like I was watching five, six-year-old men try and drag something out of a grave that might have been funny once. Oh, wow. And was not funny now. <laughs> Savage. Wow. I'm wondering if any of our regulars, any male and female, because yeah. we have, yeah, yeah. we're actually quite lucky in that, even even within our Patreon backers. Yeah. We've got a, we, we've got, it's not an even split. It's but, a similar but, split to the, but as far us, yeah. But as far, but as far as a podcast audience goes yeah. and the numbers of kind of, you know, engage with podcasts on a regular basis, the statistics would suggest. Yeah. Um, I'm really quite happy with our, we don't just have a single female Patreon supporter. We have no, three. Three. Yeah. Yes, we do have three. I'm curious if people, both male and female, um, from England, from the United States, because we have both of those in the Patreon, yep. as well as some 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 internationals. Yep. Beyond that, not that America isn't an international place from here, because it is. <laughs> I'm curious if they'll go ahead, give it a watch, and feedback. It's 22 minutes. The first episode was. Yeah. 
listen to it and well, listen to it, watch it feedback and just let us know how you think it was and then if we if we sort of hit the the sort of spoiler warning here and people can sort of go off then they can sort of hear us talk about some specific mm-hmm. elements of it yeah which would be all right i'm curious to hear what you know so you're naturally gonna say skip it i would be happy if i never saw another episode in my life wow i'm gonna say see it i really <laughs> i really well obviously i watched the whole series i already yeah, said that yeah and to be fair, it wasn't appointment viewing. Like I was doing other things kind of at the same time. Yeah. Not that I wasn't not watching. I was watching really intently. Um, but it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just a good lazy day viewing. Yeah. Is kind of how I saw it. Uh, literally. That's how I had a lazy day. <laughs> and I saw it. So let's kind of. Uh, go there i'm looking forward i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna vamp for oh i don't know i'll be putting an intro on this we're probably way over the 20 minute mark i was gonna stall for until tw- we hit the 20 minute mark but i don't know what the intro will take so i'll just go ahead and say <laughs> we've got one see it we've got one skip it yep. and uh we're gonna do the spoiler break now and we'll catch you on the flippity flop the flippity flip flop it feels weird to say in a sketch comedy, but spoiler, spoilers, 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 lives in a house in a very big house spoiler Spoiler country. country. All right. I'm curious if Liam would like this. Maybe. I don't know. That's an interesting one because that gets, there's only one sort of division there theoretically. And that's, well, two in the sense that you've got, if I have any nostalgia. Yeah. So you've got cultural location. Yeah. And you've got nostalgia potentially. Potentially. I wanted, I'll admit this, I wanted to like it, and maybe that, that helps. that might be the, uh, yeah. The, maybe it helps, I don't know. Maybe a crux of it, but yeah. I mean, don't be wrong, I've listened to albums by bands that I've wanted to like and yeah. have to go, it's not very good. I really want this to be good. <laughs> no, you are quite good at being objective in those I situations. I think so, yeah, I do, no, I do, because I really wanted to like Ant-Man, and I hated it, and really I wanted really to like, like Ant-Man, Ant-Man too, and hated that too. So there are times where I go out there, and even though I want to like something. Yeah. Um, okay, so you did not appreciate this no okay there are some call i mean um we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna sort of talk through sort of highlights in my opinion or at least talking points how yes. about that yeah. of the episode and various sketch choices and da 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 uh did you uh, see i want to ask like did you even have like a favorite performer of the five not really okay. I, I can't i've got face blindness i can't tell oh, them yeah, apart. It's true. <laughs> you've got five new people you've just met and we're just changing and their look changing every look episode like every every time oh, sorry every sketch yeah, yeah. so uh, i'm gonna see maybe they've got the uh episode by episode breakdown here he said hoping 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 uh i'm just taking a look here and go the amazon thing lists the sketch for the next episode so for the next the episode one. yeah i mean i can see kids in the hall amazon prime uh episode run or something like that <laughs> prime video do 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 i mean the first bit was that they were opening up with some sort of like car boot sale weren't they yeah it was like a, it was like a, to sell a, a garage of, sale we would say and someone yeah. picks up a i think it's just to sort of welcome you into the sort of the concept of the world which is someone's buying an old vhs copy of the the film that you mentioned uh brain candy yeah yeah and with that dollar it breaks a canadian loony which has been way oversaturated it's not supposed to look like that um they've now broken even and it's broken the curse they sold their yeah. souls i guess the, in order to, a, to, to, to the, the devil, devil. yeah it, and that, it's, it's it's not a strong point actually i think the setup about why they're they had, i guess they chose they wanted to have some reason besides hey we're back 
that was the funniest bit of the show. What? The fact that like an old VHS. Oh, that finally to broke make even. The film break even. Okay. That was that, and I the, love the idea that somehow that dollar counts and it would somehow make its way yeah, back. That's, that's why it's funny <laughs> because it's ridiculous and it wouldn't. But like the fact that that managed to do it and the devil's like, "Oh, all right, then you got me." You like, got me. Here we are. Uh, oh, jeez. And the uh, it came in the first five minutes of the entire show. The only two things that made me go <laughs> was oh. the next one being that they said mentioned how they sold their souls to the devil and for this one they had shown sold their souls to amazon and how that much wasn't much better ready for this you can watch i guess the original run was called kids in the hall this is called the kids in the hall and i just oh. discovered i can watch all of kids in the hall on amazon prime oh. oh there we are there we are so i'll go back here to episode one to see kind of what might be an option here um so it does list the sketches so the first one we saw was the curse then we had money mart money mart the robbery i did not need to see two 60 year old men's penises oh i thought this was hysterical was horrendous i felt my eyes were genuinely okay, assaulted this is, this is very i mean to me this felt very monty python i don't think they've got the dicks out uh, i'm not sure uh actually they do do they they do life of brian he opens the door after having sex with the girl one night, and it's a completely naked shot of him. And okay. everybody's, the Messiah! Okay, well, that's, that's one thing. Now, he covers like, up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. this was a lot. Not that part being the part that I felt was very Monty Python adjacent, but just the idea of something so absurd, right? As, hey, so two guys rob a, a money mart. A money yeah. mart's like a payday loan sort of place. Yeah. And they get into the car, and sure enough, they've called the cops. And they go, hang on. They're going to be looking for two guys who got clothes on. They won't be expecting two naked guys. And so they, and the joke, of course, being, it works. Yeah. Something so ridiculous works. And they make him get out of the car to ensure that they're naked. And they even phone in and go, the two guys who robbed you naked? They went, no, they're definitely wearing clothes. And he went, uh-oh. So they make him turn around and jump up and down. And I think, it was to set, I think they chose to put that first to set a tone. For the series? Mm-hmm. Now you're going, yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Says that all you want, but I didn't enjoy it. No. No? I actively looked away when he told him to jump up and down. I was like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I do not want to see the equivalent of my dad. I'll say this, though. I respect the, I respect the bravery of the two actors. Oh, God, yeah. But, yeah. like, it, they don't have to do it. Don't put it in. It's no. just gross. No. <laughs> it is just wonder where you wonder is it bravery or is it just a couple of guys who want to be slightly exhibitionists? Yeah. Is it two guys that are going, you know what we could do to get our dicks fully out on TV? <laughs> and I think it's that. I don't think. Okay. I'm just, from what I saw, I don't think it would be two guys who would be necessarily um, <laughs> dying to have that happen. So why do it? I, I, I Shock value. Isn't it? Um, or maybe the fact you couldn't do it when you were on the CBC or, or, or CBS. So they've always wanted to do it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Body positivity. Yeah, and I'd like that's fine, but I, there was no warning for it. I did not expect them to. I thought they were going to stand behind the car doors okay. and like not actually. I just, I wasn't expecting it. I felt like I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, let's talk about uh, sketch number two: the last facts. The, right. when 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 they're in drag yeah, so this yeah. was very this felt this felt very little britain yeah this was quite little britain which if you consider that this pre 
not the reboot, but the original. These were characters who I believe would have existed before. Yeah, that's that was my understanding. Right. Yeah, they seemed it seemed that they would it seemed to be like this was yeah, like, yeah. like like a, a legacy spot. Yeah, and so um, it was about these two um, women now in their fifties who are probably or probably in their twenties when the series was yeah. originally on. Just two office working gals, and uh, they're coming to grips with the fact that fax machines are now on the way out, which is the kind of joke you can do when you've like, you know, we, we missed the part where we literally, you know, dug the guys up who were in a grave. Yeah, we did. And they sort of like reanimated from being in the grave because the curse is lifted, And I I'm guess. assuming the clothes they were wearing when they were in that grave would have been similar to what they wore. I have no idea. Because they looked like younger man's did clothes they? they were okay. wearing, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's literally the joke is, oh, they dug these guys up. Yeah. You know, it's that sort of yeah, euphemism. Yeah. Uh, so we get to the last fax, and it was very funny as they kind of go, look at what's happened in the last one. Fax machines. Fax machines are no longer a thing. Even the mention of them. I, I, I have, I think, I have very limited exposure with fax machines in I've my life. I've never used a fax machine. Yeah. Uh, the worst you used to get was when someone gave you a phone number and you'd ring it. It was a fax line because there was a very distinct, like, it was like. Do, do, do. You know, is that one, isn't it? No, 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 no. It was like, it, it was, oh, you, you ever heard the sound like, like an old modem makes when it starts up? Yeah. It was like that, but nonstop when you just sort of ring it. It would okay. just be like that sort of transmission sort of thing. That's the technology it worked on, wasn't yeah. it? Just a series of, of pulses, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think fax machines probably seemed like it was like absolute wizardry when it first started. Yeah, I should imagine it did. You could go ahead and just throw it in there to pop out the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. all right so uh i thought i mean it's the usual sort of stuff with a girl you know the guys are in drag and they're flirting with men and you know it <laughs> fu- wasn't very funny oh i think the funniest joke was the the blonde i don't know the character names but the blonde they were both called kathy weren't they were they i think so yeah the blonde faxes her number to this guy at the bar yeah and he goes oh i think he thinks it's a threesome play along that's not funny oh, it's so funny it's not funny <laughs> Uh, then we had a bit called Friends of Kids in the Hall, and they do this every episode where it's actually like a modern, um, it's like an SNL member, really. Right. Um, and the first one was Pete Davidson, and Pete Davidson's massive right now. He just had his last episode, I believe, on SNL. I think he's dating a Kardashian. I think that's the big deal with him right now. Oh, that might be where I've heard his name in the news. Yeah. Um, very unique sense of humor. I bet you Ethan loves this guy. <laughs> um, and they're just doing these little bits where they're saying how much they love kids in the hall, but it's it's always like it's like a sixty second spot. Yeah, uh, there are some big names to if 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 people keep watching, there are some big big names who show up. Okay, both from SNL and some slightly outside of it. So I won't give away who those might be in case people have watched episode one, but not the rest because we're here talking about episode one. Yep. But there we go. And then we had uh, what do we have here? Oh. Oh, foodies tart this was so stupid oh really so stupid i thought you were on board with it okay, you said you didn't like any of them so no um this was about a woman who wants what she thinks is a blueberry pie yeah it's a tart and by calling it a pie They've everybody to burn down the restaurant it's such an offense to i think is, is, is this because i was trying to figure out what this was i think this is a satire of overly pretentious restaurants i think it is yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. i think it's also a satire of our obsession with food on social media yeah so i think it criticizes both at once so this is one of the ones i think is actually really clever i just don't i i felt it overplayed i felt i felt the conversation from little britain where it took a joke and that was the entire sketch i do think this is that i think it also like it needed to be something more than confusing a pie with a tart 
pie is common, isn't it? I guess, yeah. But the, I mean, the joke is that like, what's the difference between a pie and a tart? A tart's topless. Yeah, like because because of the See, English in, slang for tart. Yeah, but in Canada, we we, 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 we don't we don't have over. that slang. So, like, for, yeah. that, for me, like that's the funniest. That's the funny part joke. Of right. it. Yeah. I what I did like in this was I thought the construction of the tart. Yeah, with like the montage yeah, of yeah. the brushing and the like, you know, it was like at one point he had like like, like an evergreen tree stem and was like picking yeah. the. I thought that was really funny, at a send up of foodie culture, and then mix that with you know the Instagram. I got to put everything in documented culture. I think it was, it, if like because it was just quite accurate. Yeah. Like, I've seen people make dessert like that if it yeah. if you wanted to be funny it needed to go a step further oh i thought it was fun and then she, like blow torch it but like with a massive industrial blow oh torch no and, like, and no go, go a couple of steps no. further because this was just quite accurate to make is your that dessert. what brits would do maybe no because i think that was the point though i think it was supposed to be going look we're not gonna the process is, is a satire in itself by doing something else then the, me- the message gets muddled sort of because you're going well that's just an extreme to go to because the extreme to go to is going to happen when they say let's burn the place down that's but they'd the already said that twice before we got yeah. to dessert making. So I was like, if you're going to do it, you might as well go all the way. Are you sure it wasn't? We could stone her with artisanal cheeses. That was, that, <laughs> as a sentence. It has worked before. <laughs> as a sentence, that was funny. I just don't think they deliver it very well. Oh, I think it's that Canadian deadpan delivery. Oh, because I'm, no, I'm used to like deadpan sarcasm. Uh, like, that's a very English sense of humor. But this was somewhere between that and selling it. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I just, I just don't find it funny. Um, and then we've got, I mean, sixty and on the pole. Really? Okay, yeah. Like this for, for me, it's. Just, I think they think this is like the big like belly laugh sketch, yeah. and I'm. It had the it had one of some of the highest production values. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the joke being that it's the five members of the kids in the hall playing fictional versions of themselves yeah. not of themselves just fictional characters yeah who for one reason or another have now had to get into stripping yeah. in their very in their autumn years yeah and of course it's the juxtaposition of what you would expect which is young ripped guys yeah, yeah. versus guys whose best case scenario is a, is, is a dad bod if yeah. not worse than that mm-hmm. um i thought it was a little bit low brow uh i thought that like i said i think in a good sketch show they can't all hit and i no. think this was one they just threw in there it was a shame that it was the last well, maybe it wasn't the last one it was the last proper sketch yeah okay i think um, it's just, it, like the one with the when they rob and then just come out completely naked i don't i don't know if i can like if if that was six-year-old women doing that would you feel uncomfortable watching it uh, probably, but I think it's part of the, uh, I do think it's part of the comedy, uh, the culture of comedy where sort of men take that shot at themselves, whereas yeah. women wouldn't do that because, because men are so rarely objectified in the way that women are. Yeah. You can make that joke. Yeah. I, I think that's that. So I, I mean, just as, just for context, one of my friends went to Magic Mike Live, like, and sent me a video and it was of a fully ripped young dude, and he had his dick out. Okay. Um, and that, even that made me uncomfortable. So it's not even just because they're old men. It's like I just don't want to see. Oh yeah, I, it's yeah. Just watching something and it's, being affronted by no, it. No, it's, it's not. Like, a, it's, oh. it's not. So, the, the 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 reverse of that was never has never been my. <laughs> it's just really awkward. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. and that's what. So I found that first one really, really awkward. Oh, I was like, I, I okay. know you said you were going to get naked, but I did not expect you to get. Oh, the first one you're fully, saying. fully okay, naked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, was it too much for one episode to do two of them? But I think sex in sketch comedy is kind of omnipresent because it's because 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 it is the taboo isn't it yeah so what's the i'm looking ahead to some of the other ones and there's at least well i mean it just it says on here the next episode we've got speed racer drop average the last glory hold yeah. imaginary girlfriend like there's obviously it's obviously a theme isn't it there's i mean because it's a taboo yeah it's a taboo and when you um and they do play with um there's characters they have who are straight characters who, who they have who are gay who are like light years ahead of what would happen on american television mm-hmm. light years i guess yeah. it was run on the cbs on cbs but as far as like because it was a canadian production yeah, yeah. yeah so um there was that and then we, we 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 cut by going back to our two business suits who we had at the start yeah Dave Foley and uh, Kevin McKinney. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I got the names right there, I think I did. Uh, well, they've only got three of them listed on the starring page, and one of them isn't uh, Mark McKinney. That was it, Mark McKinney. I just remembered it. Um, <laughs> um, and they're sitting there, and they're going, okay. And they're sort of be- and they're being very derogatory about the show we've just watched. Yeah. Which, again, is I think there's a charm in that. Yeah. Yeah. And they go, well, who are the, who are the stars for the recurring characters this year? Well, it's us. And this is kind of something that happens later on, I guess, in the season. But this meta commentary where you have sketches yeah. referencing the sketches themselves. I feel like if I was to continue watching it, which I won't, but if I was, it would that would be the bit that I would at least be able to go, that's quite funny. It's not always the two of them, but some, but instances where things get meta, they're really quite yeah. good at. Yeah. Um, and I'll say that there's one specific one that's outstanding. Um, but again, it's, 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 it's a numbers game. I mean, you sketch, it's about, you know, is there enough positivity to keep one interested? And Mark McKinney then, uh, announces that he's going to dance. We have the theme music play. And he, I found this, he, the first one I was really, the first one's not the strongest episode by far. I'll say that much. I was yeah. on the fence about continuing. I think I watched the second episode just to give it a fair shot, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think I had to be warmed up to the concept. Uh, but I really enjoyed the dance. I thought that was... Because it, it's one long take as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mark McKinney does most of his stuff, and Dave Foley is his lapdog, which is funny, because... Uh, sorry, not, did I say Matt Foley? Yeah. Uh, 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 Dave Foley. And Dave Foley was kind of the big breakout star the first time they did it, because he was Hi. the cute one. And he's the one who did the, the, the American sitcom. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mark McKinney now is... Um, the one who just did uh, Superstore. So they're probably your two biggest right, stars. Okay. But Mark McKinney probably is bigger now. Because right. people know him as yeah, this other yeah. character. And um, that's how the episode uh, ends. I'm, a, I'm, I'm sorry to hear you were so... You did not have a good time at all. I'm sorry to hear that. I didn't, know. Wow. It's just not... It's. I just didn't find it funny. No? And that's... I said no like I didn't yeah. know. I, of, course, of, of course I know. Um, yeah, uh, and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. Which is why we do stuff like this. So uh, I, we didn't even, I think I had an idea when it ended. I, all right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not going to go well, but I didn't know it was going to go that poorly. So do me a favor. If you're out there, it's the kids in the hall, the kids in the hall, not to be confused with kids in the hall, which is the classic Canadian HBO, uh, sorry, CBC HBO, uh, 
cooperative, collaborative uh, production. Uh, the Kids in the Hall is the Amazon Prime, and that's what we've been looking at today. If you have a chance to go ahead and watch it, watch it. Give us some feedback. I'd love to hear what I'm you thought of curious it. curious to see what other people think of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch. I'll be very curious if I find Here's the question I have for you. If I find an episode of the classic one that I mm-hmm. think is decent, are you willing to watch an episode of that? Yeah, I'll watch one, I'll when watch, they're yeah. young. Yeah, I'd be willing to watch one to compare it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I won't subject you to that instantly. I'll, I'll, uh, no, I'd quite like to go and watch some English sketch comedy now. <laughs> it might be interesting to come back though and do, and do a follow up with the original kids in the hall <laughs> and see if that went any better. Yeah. We'll see, yeah, we'll yeah. see what people think. I really hope I'm going to, promote this hard on uh I would like to on hear. the next episode because i want to hear what we, i'm really curious what people have to say about this specifically i'd like to hear from Dwayne smith because i feel Dwayne like smith. Dwayne smith in the <laughs> in the past we've had a similar sense of humor okay so i'd like to hear from him i want to hear from hermes uh yeah that'd be i think I, hermes and i have a similar sense of humor katie mccray would be an interesting one yeah i don't think reverend bruce is gonna get it no so i but no. I, from the female side i'd like to hear from Katie, yeah, yeah, that's fair. And from Juline as well. I don't think Juline's gonna get it at all. No, no, but I think I, this so is I'd, very because like to... there's, there's a whole there's a whole another level there even as well. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's it's. I want to know what your sister thinks of it. I, that's curious. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll send her. So maybe similar... I'll send her. Oh, it's interesting. Similar upbringing. Upbringing, but, but we've very different senses of humor. Yeah, so that's why I'm I'm curious yeah. to know what she thinks. I will I will ping her a message yeah. and go. Can you watch episode one? Yeah. Because I, and I, I probably should mention the plan for this originally was going to be we were going to be doing Top Gun Maverick, yeah. And then we unfortunately we had a couple of cancellations and yeah. we just decided postpone. Yep. See it as a group. Although I walked out my door to come here uh, with Pip and Dad went, I thought you were going to the cinema. And I was like, Yeah, I was going to, but people had to postpone. And he went, Well, you should have told me. I'd have gone with you. And I was like, Oh, you could have gone with your dad. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I would have caught it at some point, but yeah. But we will be bringing you Top Gun Maverick uh probably i'm trying to think of when this might be i might just do maverick monday so by the time this comes out we might it might just be monday and you'll have it because yep. i imagine what will happen is depending on ooh, depending on liam's availability no because no one oh that's fine no one's no one's got oh do you work the next day on the monday yes oh geez okay we'll like figure it out seven o'clock start work on we'll monday. figure it out we'll figure it out because we record on sundays <laughs> and most of us have monday off but not you no we will figure that out out. dad did make me laugh because he said about top gun and i said oh, i just watched it yesterday this was monday we were talking about it and i expected him to be an absolute top gun diehard fan because yeah. it's his kind of film and we were talking about it and i went yeah, it was all right they didn't really know what they were doing when they were on the ground that sort of thing he went yeah it's not a very good movie <laughs> but like really he really likes it yeah. he's like it's not a very good film no, no. <laughs> so it was really funny i was listening back to i, I think it's a fun episode. It was a little bit bickery. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was one of those ones where not being able, everyone not being able to see Ethan became really a, really apparent. Yeah. And uh, But I don't want to set the camera up every time we record with <laughs> Ethan. It just feels like that's a lot of work. Yep. So uh, anyway, though, uh, so that's what it was. It was one see it, one skip it. Except for uh, Other way around, you people pointed, can't but... see it, but I pointed the wrong way when I was <laughs> sort of arranging it. So yeah, see it for me. I skip it from Georgia. What should we give a watch to next? What else is out there in the world of streaming? Uh, it's a lot easier for us to sort of catch up and do that than it is to necessarily arrange a, a, a group 
yeah thing to the uh cinema but go ahead give us a shout if for stuff you think we should be watching for that or for clear for takeoff we said this was like clear for takeoff adjacent yeah it's like a clear for takeoff and cedar skip it had like a hybrid episode mm-hmm. so there we go either way you'd be grounding it <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and i've been flying the route for for for, for like the last week so there we go <laughs> so uh thanks for everything uh please go ahead and catch out our episode on tuesday where we look at the gentleman with bff of the bfe hermes joining us for that Ooh, episode i need to watch that tomorrow remind me okay you need to watch that tomorrow and then i can announce we're gonna have a very special guest the following week yeah. i'm just gonna say I'm going to say two words, Northwood Pie. I'm just going to say that, (laughs) and people should know what that means. And I need to make an apology. You do need to make an apology. To that person. To that person. (laughs) Or that pie. Or that pie. So, for Best Film Ever, I've been here. And I've been Georgia. And we'll catch you on the flippity-flop. The flippity-flip-flop.